This is Novel Marketing. I'm James L. Rubart. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr. And I'm Nadine Brandis. And this is the show for novelists who hate marketing but still want to become best-selling authors. And, and this week we are going to be talking about Facebook parties with Nadine Brandis. And I should say that I've been kind of down, Jim and I have both been a little down on Facebook a lot lately. <laughs> just and a little lately. Just, just a little bit. But to be fair... Facebook actually can be very effective if you know how to use it well. I'm not a big fan of the here's what I did today type Facebook updates, but um, I've worked some with Nadine and got a chance to see her book sales numbers, and she had a huge spike. And I was like, what on earth did that spike come from? She's like, oh, I threw a Facebook party. And I'm like, really? Tell us of this mythical Facebook tactic that still works. So <laughs> The unicorn of marketing. <laughs> the unicorn of Facebook marketing. So Nadine, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So um, before we start talking about how to do a Facebook party, we should probably ask the question, what is a Facebook party? A Facebook party is an event that's thrown on Facebook, uh, kind of self-explanatory, but it's a place where everybody who has a Facebook can come to the same location at a certain time and celebrate something of our choice, like a book party. And uh, do you have it on your um, author page? No, you create a separate event and it can be, you can connect it to your author page by providing the link, but it's a separate event that you can invite people to through your personal page. Okay. And so then you post updates to that event itself. So yes. It's kind of like a live stream. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. So, so walk us through kind of, tell us the story of your Facebook party, kind of walk us through what you did. Um, how do you prepare for a Facebook party? Uh, the first piece of advice that I would give is to try, if you can, to attend other Facebook parties first and really pick and choose the things that you like. I attended four or five and picked out things that I thought were successful, things that I didn't think worked, even giveaway ideas. And then I started writing down a list of ideas on what I could do when I have a Facebook party. Um, so a big thing to do is plan everything in advance have all of the um, the visuals created, pre-record the videos that you're going to show, plan out your giveaways, and really plan at least a month ahead before trying to put it all together. Because it all happens in this really tight window, right? It's like a two-hour time span or three-hour time span, and everything that happens happens really quick. So you don't have time to be like, oh, let me just pull open Photoshop here and create this new graphic. So you have to have all that done ahead of time. What kind of materials did you prepare? You said videos. What did you put in those videos? I had three different videos, and I tried to keep them to about two or three minutes long. The first one was the explanation of how I came up with the story idea for A Time to Die, and then the other two were just little Q&As, what book am I reading, kind of more relatable things because I'm going to have a mixture of readers, even non-readers and authors at the party, so I'm trying to reach all of them through these interviews and try to make a personal connection. Very good. And did you create any graphics for it? Uh, not for the videos, but I did have some visuals that I would post, and they'd usually have um, a poll or a guess which character said this or a clip, a little um, excerpt from the book to get people a little bit more interested. Okay. And so, all right, so you've got this Facebook party. You've created some videos. Uh, let's say I'm, I'm doing a Facebook party. I've created some videos, and I've got some graphics kind of to promote it, that sort of thing. Um, what do I do to promote uh, the Facebook party? 
I promoted it a lot through having a newsletter. Hopefully, every author has a newsletter. And um, preach it, sister. From... <laughs> That's the theme of this season of novel marketing. <laughs> I'm passionate about it, thanks to you, Thomas. And um, aside from the newsletter, I had a small group of friends and fellow author friends and readers who had committed to sharing it on their Facebook and inviting some of their friends. So when you get a core group of those people who are willing to share it or invite a specific amount of friends, it spreads like wildfire. Okay. And then you bribed people too, right? Of course. Of <laughs> course. I bribed them with giveaways that you could not say no to. So what how, far, how far out did you start promoting the the party month out a week out 10 days out two weeks how far out i let it go live two weeks out but i didn't promote it until a week out because i feel like any earlier than that people don't remember that it's coming and i wanted that excitement one week out to build i did announce it through my newsletter two weeks ahead hey keep an eye out for an invitation or for joining it's kind of like a save the date that, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we may or may not get married on this date. You'll get a real invitation <laughs> later. <laughs> exactly. But that's a really good point because when when I used to be doing a lot of radio advertising for for clients, if a concert was coming up, you would take your budget and you would basically back it off from the day of the event going backwards as long as you could spend money. And you've done the same thing there, Nadine, which is really smart because so many people will make the decision to come to your party the day of or even the hour before. So it sounds like you really did it right. And, and what I, I hope so. What I like about Facebook parties is that they create a sense of urgency. One of the big challenges for an author, every author faces this, is that I can buy your book tomorrow. And so what a Facebook party does is it creates a sense of urgency, not necessarily to buy the book, but to find out about the book. So if I don't come during the window of the Facebook party, I miss out on the chance to win one of the cool bribes uh, that you're giving out or prizes. And so that sense of urgency helps people act who wouldn't have acted otherwise. Um, speaking of prizes, what kind of prizes uh, did you use? What do you like in terms of prizes for a Facebook party? I tried to do some that are, uh, I tried to have a big grand prize, so I gave away a Kindle uh, at the end, and then prior to that I had small prizes like $10 gift cards here and there. I did, uh, I gave away the favorite coffee tin powder that I use when I write and things more related to me and the book. I gave away a few signed copies and um, a, a few trinkets that were mentioned in the book, like a ring and a journal, um, and trying to stay gender neutral because you never know who's going to win. <laughs> Did the ring make people invisible if they put it on? Did it <laughs> Ooh, poison, I poison their hearts? <laughs> okay, so we've prepared for the Facebook party. We've, we've purchased some prizes. We've got some signed books. We're all ready for it. We've been promoting it. So now walk us through the actual uh, you know, day of the party. How do you throw a Facebook party? What does that look like? Okay, first things first, find a place with good internet. I discovered this the hard way. I went from coffee shop to Panera to another tea shop and then finally found a place that was reliable with a backup. Uh, so make sure that you have a place with good and very fast internet. I went somewhere else because my home is not reliable. After that, um, I started announcing on the Facebook page two hours, 30 minutes, you know, because then people, everybody who's agreed to go gets an alert to what you've written. And um, so I would plan uh, to post and keep it building and building and post more frequently. And then finally, the moment has come for us to start. Okay. And you posted thing, those, those warnings on the event itself. 
So this yes. is all the party isn't posting. I just want to underscore this again because this is really important. This is the magic of the Facebook page. It's not something you're doing on your regular profile or your author page. It's a special event that you create. And what makes it so powerful is every one of those posts you do creates a little red number for folks who are live on Facebook. And so they keep seeing that red number, which is which you don't get on either uh, a normal page or a, a business page. And that's one of the reasons why this still works because why Facebook might hide all of your other posts, it will show that red number as long as someone has been invited to the Facebook group, either by you or by somebody else. Exactly. Sorry, event, Facebook event by somebody else. Okay, sorry, keep going. Okay. So we're 15 minutes out. Okay, 15 minutes out. And at the 15 minute mark, I like to put a post that says, what is a Facebook party? What are you supposed to do? And I'll explain it to everybody who's coming 15 minutes early so they know all you have to do is interact. I will post everything. You know, you just get to comment and win prizes. And that seems to put a lot of people at ease. Okay. Did you seed anybody by that? I mean, have people where you said, please start commenting, please start posting so that other people maybe who aren't as comfortable doing that would start doing the same thing? Uh, not really, but I did have a launch team that was helping me launch my book. I had about 25 people, and most of them had committed to coming, and so they tended to comment anyway because they were they part would, of my sure. team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I found out that that wasn't really needed. Most of the people who commented were other people just excited to attend. Nice. Now, y'all might feel uh, bad about using a technique like seating uh, the party with folks to ask questions, but this is a time-honored practice that I think was innovated by Shakespeare. He would put people in the audience who would laugh at the right moments to help th make things funny. So it's it's a very old practice, and there's there's nothing wrong with it. But uh, a launch team, this isn't a launch team episode, but a launch team works hand in hand with a Facebook party. And I think that is part of what helped yours be so successful is the fact that you had those folks out promoting it and sharing it, that sort of thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now the, the Facebook party has started. Everyone got the update. We now know what we're doing. So now walk us through the actual party itself. Okay. I had a helper, which I highly advise to everybody if they can have another person or even two other people helping. That makes everything go smoothly. I had my husband and his job was to take down everybody's names and draw the winners of the giveaways. That way I could focus on commenting and interacting. Nice. And the moment it started, I started with the question, who's here? And everybody who answers gets entered into a giveaway and they're instantly engaged. Mm, and smart. On nice. <laughs> that's, that's a pro tip, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm charging. <laughs> so. And then on my screen, I had down to the minute what I would be posting, what visual comes next, what comment comes next. And all I had to do was make sure, okay, it's 535, I'm posting this. And that was my biggest job. Outside of that, I would make sure to go and comment on some of the posts so that I'm interacting and it looks like I'm really engaging with everybody who's come. So you had a schedule, like a Word document or a Google Doc, that had every every minute was posted. So at 3.45, we're going to post video two, something like that. So what you could have done is had your assistant actually post those things logged into your account where all you had to do was answer questions and interact. That's what I would change if I did it differently. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Okay. So if anything else you would change, longer, shorter, uh I would have made it longer, uh, definitely. I had a two-hour party, and it completely flew by, and I ran out of time because I did get behind. So that's something to keep in mind. 
Uh, when you plan, oh, every 10 minutes I'll do this, when the party's actually going, it seems like you're bombarding everybody every 10 minutes, depending on how many people are there. Sure. So you want to be able to be flexible. So at the end, I asked, hey, everybody, what if we go an extra half hour? And they were all fine with it. But I think it would have been better to have three, maybe even four, depending on what time I was doing it at. Uh, because people can come and go. That's what's so relaxed about a Facebook party is they don't have to stay for four hours. But Do, I yeah, that's, that's, it, that's a great – because the old showbiz – showbiz adage always leave the audience wanting more so in one sense you want to be ending the party there they're going no I want more I want more but you bring up a good point that somebody might have come in 10 minutes before the thing closes and so it's a little bit different animal I wouldn't advise having one that goes for six hours but maybe one that does go a little bit longer to take those people that maybe heard about it while it was going on mm -hmm. um, so w while it was happening um, did you were you continuing to promote it on your uh, page and on your profile or did kind of once it started you just kind of went into that event page and stay there? Once it started I just went into the event page and stayed there but it's because I had such a large turnout. We had 300 people attending which uh, was I didn't need to promote it. I was already kind of overwhelmed with how many people were there and they were promoting it. Um, and But if I'd had a smaller group, I might have continued to promote it to get those numbers up. But gotcha. I felt like it had reached it ma its max. Right. And just to underline, this was for your very first book. And yes. so no one really knew that you hardly that you were an author even. You know, you're just getting started. And so getting 300 people to an event for a book that hadn't even really released yet um, is quite quite an accomplishment. Well done. If, if you had 10 books out, it'd be like, oh, just 300. But you know, <laughs> everybody's got to start somewhere. And a lot of folks listening uh, are unpublished still. And so they're like, how do I get started? Because so many of the tactics, you have to have a following uh, to build on it. Whereas this is one where it really is just friends and family, kind of how do you leverage that uh, friends and family connection? Um, I'm also a big fan of in-person parties where you throw a book launch party. But those are a lot of cost and work, and you have to find a venue and food and all of that. Whereas a Facebook party, it just costs you the cost of the prizes. Yes. Okay, so anything else that happened kind of during the party? You went a little bit late. You, you cut it off. Um, anything else? Um, Any other tips? Uh, my A big tip is to have a giveaway frequently. I've seen some parties will, where they'll have five giveaways but they don't announce the winners until the end and so you're stuck waiting. Mm. I tried and then I went to another Facebook party where they had it a giveaway every 20 minutes and then she would announce it 15 minutes later. Mm. And make the giveaways work in your favor. For my giveaways it would be go like my Facebook page and comment that you did and then you're <laughs> entered or add my book on Goodreads or tweet about it or join my newsletter. That was my favorite one. <laughs> so <laughs> Um, make them work for you, but because these people are here because they want to connect and win prizes, so you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Right. But you bring up something very, very important, Nadine, and that is what do you want to get out of this Facebook party? Be very clear on what your goals are going in. Obviously, you did, so I encourage anybody who's doing a Facebook party to know that ahead of time. And it works because looking at your numbers, you didn't just have a spike in book sales. You also had a spike in Goodreads connections and on your uh, – you know, email newsletter and everywhere and kind of little, all these little spikes. And that's a great way of kickstarting because uh, it gives you an excuse to tell your friends and family and it gives them a sense of urgency 
uh, to get on board. And since you're giving away books, it makes them less likely to ask you for a free copy because they had a <laughs> chance to win an autographed copy. And so now they'll go out and buy one of the challenges with friends and family is that they expect you to give them a free copy um, when you're really needing them to be your very first, uh, you know, patient zero for spreading your book uh, to the world. Okay, so the party is ended. Now, did you just kind of go radio silence after that? Or is there some strategies you'd recommend for folks um, after the party to help um, give it its maximum impact? Um, after the party, I made sure, one, to contact each winner of the prize individually and let them know how they can get their prize. Um, aside from that, I, I put out a big thank you to everyone there. And something to keep in mind is that this event still exists after the party. And so I threw the party on the day my ebook released. My paperback released a week later. So I still posted on the party page a week later, hey, my paperback is out. And everybody who agreed to go to the party got a little notification. And they all celebrated and hopefully somebody went and bought it. But it's still a page where you can you know, say, wow, I can't believe it's already been a week. I had so much fun, everybody. Thank you again for coming. If you read the book, consider writing a review and just following up a little bit, at least for a week, so they know that it's not just, you know, hit them with your book and then leave. Right, right. Very solid. Um, so thank you so much uh, for your time. And for those of you listening, this is one of those tactics that works right now. It might not work in two years. Facebook might change the algorithm. All they need to do to kill the Facebook party tactic is not have the f event updates create the little red number at the top of Facebook. And suddenly um, it won't be nearly as effective. But this is one of those things that really does work. And it doesn't just move the numbers on your book sales, but it moves all your other numbers too, which then helps for book two and book three uh, down the road. So Nadine, how can people uh, sign up for your newsletter? How can they be in touch? How can they buy your book? How can they come to your next uh, book party for book number two? <laughs> well, you can connect with me on my website, nadinebrandis.com, and that will have links to everything else. And uh, my newsletter, if you do sign up right now, you will get a free link to a portion of the first chapter of my book. So you can get that sneak peek into it and, and what's Very your book cool. about now, Nadine I have to because I have one of those names like you do can you spell your last name so people can absolutely get to the right website yes uh, Nadine Brandis is B-R-A-N-D-E-S and we'll have a link in the show notes in in uh, 20 seconds tell us what's your what your book is about Nadine my book is about a world where everyone has a clock that shows them exactly how long they have to live. And my main character, she feels like she's wasted her life and she has just one year left when the story starts. So her story is trying to find purpose before her clock runs out. Nice. Ooh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank okay. you very much for having me. Yeah, thanks. So, so good to have you here, Nadine. <clears throat> so this episode of the Novel Marketing Podcast has been brought to you by the ultimate crowdfunding course for authors. Our very own Thomas Umstead is the one that developed this course along with our friend Mary DeMuth. And if you are looking to crowdfund your next project, your next book, this is something you absolutely should take a look at. All the tools are there, all the successes, why they fail. And Thomas and Mary take you through it step by step by step. And uh, you can put in the coupon novel marketing and get yourself 10% off. Thomas, where do they go to get this? Uh, just go to authormedia.com uh, slash crowdfunding. 
or novelmarketing.com slash crowdfunding. Basically just go slash crowdfunding and you'll find it. Um, we would love to hear from you. If you would uh, be willing to leave us a review on iTunes, uh, that helps the show spread. It also helps us know what you like and not uh, don't like about the show, which is great feedback for us to help us continually make uh, this a better podcast and more helpful for you. This has been the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you novel ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing online, offline, and everywhere in between.